You are listening to another episode of the Third and East Podcast. Welcome to another edition of the Third and East Podcast. Sloan, it is now officially the last few weeks of the NFL season. The last four weeks is the last quarter, arguably, here and everything. Sloan, it's now officially time for the playoff push. Hey, I apologize for my voice crack, by the way. <laughs> but so we get to last week and everything. A lot of really close games and everything. But of course, we have to start our show with the quote unquote controversial ending with the Bills and Chiefs games. Which that was the Bills led for the most part here. The Bills were the better team that entire game. The Chiefs. Stored on a miraculous play at the uh, end of the fourth quarter, only to be called back by a controversial quote-unquote offside call, which Tavarius Tony was offside. He failed to check the referee, and the Chiefs continued to bitch and complain about it. Your thoughts, Sloan? Yeah, I think Patrick Mahomes whining about it like he did. Look, oh, they, they've, been, they've been getting the better end of officiating for a while now. A while. And they've been showing highlights of that on ESPN and on NFL Network. Do you see see Mahomes' stats the last, actually, three seasons um, with his offensive regression? It's actually, because everyone says, oh, he's the greatest son of Diff God and everything. It's a a sign of a quarterback falling into the perfect scenario. Now, because they paid and everything, it's like, oh, shit. Now, it's like fire beware in a way. I mean, mm-hmm. it shows to show me the Chiefs missed Tyree Kill more this year than every year of year. And look at the look at the teams across the board in the top tier and everything. Look at the look at the receiving core. Look at the receiving core. Receiving is more important now than ever. Yeah, I mean, it, it's these guys who are on top of being freak athletes. You can't touch them. Because what's happening with Mahomes is not only – so there, there's definitely a regression. His best target of all time, Tyreek Hill, is gone. That's That's been his best receiver, hands down. You have a generational tight end who's showing – Regression this year. I don't think Kelsey, Kelsey's having a worse year than last year, in my opinion. That really make it? Does it make it a run game just because he's fifth and running? Uh, to me, no. To me, no. It's like it, you have to look at context behind it. Now, now you, you, you do believe that Tyreek Hill is having a worse year, right? I mean, that Hill is having a worse year, right? Yeah, I mean, I think he has a list of distractions. I mean, him and his brother's podcast is getting bigger, and that's fine. He's building his brand before he retires. He's got the whole thing with Taylor Swift going on. So it seems Fuck like her. it's uh, – yeah, I know, I'm not a big fan. But it's become a sideshow. The, the whole Chiefs, I mean, the entire – the quote-unquote dynasty, well, they're distracted. They well, have more All-State also, commercials than they, they have big games. Well, State Farm, but – State Farm, whatever. They've also had – they run for five plus years. For five years, they've been a dominant team. 
and they're just not performing this year. As their their defense is playing better this year, right? Than our offense, they're not an offensive team this year. Their stats certainly don't show it. The media will say, "Oh, they're an offensive team." They're not. They're not. They, they keep losing but guys. Guys already, leave every year. But Sheffield's already be the most important player on our offensive team this year. Hot take there. And he and he won't get a second deal. He won't get a second Far contract. Away. When they lost Orlando Brown, their free agency to the Bengals. That's been their piece that they're missing. And they refuse to play them. He's the most important piece. Offensive linemen matter. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was it was the Mahomes show for years and years. Because he had a damn good offensive line. He inherited, I mean, a great situation. You know how many rookie quarterbacks have a playoff team trade up to get them? And then on top of that, they say, hey, don't worry. We have we have an all-pro tight end. We have a Pro Bowl receiver. We have a great offensive line. We have a Hall of Fame head coach. We have stability and ownership, management, and on the coaching staff. And by the way, you get to sit for a year. Is it really Mahomes? No, it's not. It, it, that was, and and there, anyone's and, questions that or says that, it's like, whoa, you're a hater. It's like, well, I mean, I'm being realistic this, here. And this is my entire bullshit. I mean, so I'm a Patrick fan, honestly. Mm-hmm. This is my entire bullshit with them, with the Chiefs. So obviously, the past interference call the previous week with the Packers was bullshit. Yes, it was. I'll be, I'll be tough if I don't With this offsides call. The media and the Packers, the end of the Packers thing with the NBC and everything, they just won't let up with the excuses for the Chiefs and why they need to win versus why they're not winning these games. Mm. They think it's a fishing. They're just not that good this year. No. They're not a complete team. They're talented because they had. There is a generational quarterback. I get that. But there's so much more to that. It's more. There needs to be more to Mahomes. Their offensive, is, their offensive is not, isn't that great. That's what they, they won the Super Bowl last year because the, their defense came together. Kelsey and Mahomes were great last year. But it's the defense that helped them win the Super Bowl last year. Yeah, the off as far as the offensive scheme went last year, and the, their the, defense caused the turnovers to win the game last year. Yeah, their well, their defense shutting down Jalen Hurts' movement, like his whole running ability in the second half, is what won them that. That and that's why the big, the first big excuse was, well, Eric Bieniemy's gone, therefore he's going to get worse. What is Eric Bieniemy doing? I mean, he. I mean, he's turning. Uh, what's the statement to a? I mean, at least an average fancy quarterback. Uh, he's he's made Sam Howell a little more relevant because he puts up some garbage time numbers. That's all Eric Bieniemy has done in Washington. I'm sorry, but that's just the way it is. They're still bad at running. I mean, he's, he's also, no he also, he also Eric Bieniemy also inherited a really fucking bad roster. Well, that, I think he, I think Eric Bieniemy will be the head coach when Ron Rivera does get fired. Ron Rivera will get fired this year. 
He he should. Jack Del Rio was the first to go as a scapegoat, and I don't think that was very fair at all. Um, hopefully, someone picks him up pretty soon. But yeah, the the experiment in Washington is clearly failing, and well, uh, I've had well, let's let's some some about... patience for Ron Rivera. It's I think they're kind of done with him. Yeah. So let's um before we get into that topic or anything, so um, let's talk about let's recap last week and everything. First, I thought follow the shock. Uh, the Patriots who are down and out. I mean, the Steelers can't beat the Patriots for some goddamn reason. Uh, 21-18. I know Kenny Pickett's out in Orange Church. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky just sucks. To, I mean, Mason Rudolph might as well come in or anything. Um, I mean, I knew Belichick would still win that game. That's the most Belichick game if there ever was any. Uh, your Texans against the Jets. Um, just a bad mix. It's a bad mismatch there. It's a bad mesh there. And now uh, your quarterback's uh, concussion broke, probably. Yeah, he'll be out this week. Yeah. Jets were a really bad matchup for Texans there. Really bad. Yep, bad I weather game. I mean, our, all of our receivers are weather. hurt all against a good weather. secondary. I mean, it, it wasn't – it was not going to go our way. From the first quarter, it was like, okay, once – once, uh, you know – once Nico Collins went out, it was like, well, that's it. We we have – and Dalton Schultz was already hurt. Tank Dell was already out. Um, yeah. Run game was non-existent there, which it has been for the last few weeks. Uh, that, that was pretty much it. That was pretty much yeah. it. And honestly, they should have taken Stroud out earlier before he took that hit because he was getting hit bad, all afternoon. Bad matchup. Just a bad overall matchup. Best yeah. game of the overall afternoon last weekend was the Ravens and the Rams going into overtime. Ravens survive on a punt return touchdown here and everything. Uh, Ravens now have the clear path to the number one overall seed thanks to the Dolphins being upset with a choke job on Monday Night Football. I mean, Tyreek Hill was late, was injured late in our game, but Will Levis um, showing some gut and effort in that last second victory. Yeah, showing some – he's showing a little bit of toughness this year, which I like to see. I still don't think he's that good, but he's, he is he's entertaining. Been, he's, he's been better than expected, in my opinion. I think he just needs a more established offensive line. I think he will be a decent starter in this league. I don't think he's going to be a complete starter or anything. No. Um, Ravens, to me, are a true number one in the AFC. I think they're going to be the favorite to win the NFC this year. Um I think they're the most complete team right now. Dolphins to me are a paper team. I'm sorry. Uh, I think they're getting too much credit ever since that 70 point victory um, plus over Denver and everything. I think they just, I think they, tank, I think they are top heavy right now. Tyreek Hill is just an injury waiting to happen right now and everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, and the run game's not been great, which is surprising for them. And Tua. When he's without Tyree Kill, he's very susceptible. They're they're doing exactly what they did last year. Yes, they the, they peak too early. Yeah, they they peak really early. They beat a bunch of crappy teams early on, put up some insane numbers. But it never. I mean, people were already saying by like week three or four, like this could be the best offense we've ever seen, and it's not because they did this last year, and it's just not made to be. 
uh, long lasting. They won't beat any of the elite teams. They won't. They won't beat the Ravens. They um, I don't think they would beat the Chiefs. Yeah. So, um, recap on the AFC side. Uh, the um, Jay Brownie and the Bengals struck the job done against the Colts. Really solid victory for the Bengals there. The Browns upset the Jaguars at home. The Browns are a sneaky eight-win team right now. Looking really solid for a uh, at least a wild card victory, uh, a wild card spot, and everything. She, uh, the Bills with a, I mean, they with a potential season-saving victory against the Chiefs and everything in Arrowhead. Broncos tilling the charges. Justin Herbert is now out for the year. And the Titans, obviously, as you just mentioned, upsetting Miami uh, in Miami there. AMC side, the Bear, the Lions lay a complete dog shit against the Bears. The Bears upsetting the Lions. Lions have looked really bad over the last few weeks. Yeah, they're one of those teams. I didn't think they would flounder off like they've done, but they're not looking very good. And it's if I'm a uh... If I'm Dan Campbell, I'm kind of going, uh-oh. Yeah, they, it's very much a uh right now. Uh, the Saints absolutely rallied the Panthers. Panthers are the worst team in the league by a large margin. Buccaneers upset the Falcons um, at Mercedes-Benz. That's a really strong game by Baker Mayfield. Mike Evans there. Really, really strong game for the Buccaneers. They control their fate now. Yeah, a team who... I was ready to write off. I know a lot of other people were, but I was completely ready to write them off. And they continue team, to impress me this year. Team has, team has shown their worth this year and everything. 49ers, ugly game against the Seahawks. They um, brought Purdy for a career high, uh, 368 yards. He was game of swords twice. They, um, Seattle tested them early, and Sporting Arts is just way too much. They're the best in football, period. Yeah, I, th- I think they're they're definitely the top team in the NFC, and, and I don't see anyone in the AFC who can match up to them. We got t- Tommy DeVito of saying the Packers, who were coming off a really high um, three-game stretch. Packers played absolutely the worst game of the uh, year and everything. Tommy Cut was just gets the job done. Giants played a really nice game. Brian Dabo just outperformed uh, my before and I think, period, on all facets. Yeah, I think Brian Gable is definitely saving his job with his performance he's putting on as a coach. And honestly, I, I don't think the Giants are going to keep Daniel Jones next year. No, and with, I, with how, I don't think so either. I think he's gone. With how much they're going to have to pay him, you might have to roll with Tommy but, DeVito for well, a little bit. He's a money well, saver. The problem is they extended they extended Daniel Jones. They own franchise Saquon was a mistake. They should have mm-hmm. done the opposite. Yeah, because there's one asset who's played decent for you this year and who's still on the field right now, and it's not Daniel Jones. No. That that um, was crazy. He got the money and was like, I'm good. <laughs> the best game of the entire year was the Vikings and the Raiders, three to nothing. <laughs> God, lowest NFL game in 16 16- Years on and everything, a field goal with only two minutes left 
God, I wish this was a zero zero game. Urinating Tree wanted it to be a zero zero game. I, I think everybody wanted it to be a regulation zero zero game. That would have been the best thing ever. Sadly, the Vikings won this game. Joshua Gant dobbed 63 total yards. God, the Vikings are a disgrace. Justin Jefferson actually went to a hospital in this game, um, which he is questionable this week entering in anything. The Raiders' defense plays hard. Their offense is not where it needs to be. I mean, outside time, of course. Yeah, Josh Dobbs has, has quickly started to disappoint me and disappoint the people who thought he was returning to relevance for some plays he made in Arizona. But uh, I th- they switched to Nick Mullins. And, I mean, I, I don't think they're going to look back. Happy as Spider Game. Nick Mullins is not the best player. He's not. He, he'll give you. Dan, he'll give Dan, you two or three good games. Yeah, again, with how Jordan Love played against the Giants the past weekend, I don't think anyone could play as bad as Tommy DeVito. He's the biggest test yet because you know why? He's Italiano. Yeah, I mean, he definitely fits. New York has embraced him more in these last like. Three but, weeks and they ever but, did Daniel but Jones. But he, no, it's not New York. It's New Jersey. Whatever. You know what I mean. Same thing. It's a bit. Yeah, New York is New Jersey jerk They're the same. Finally. Thing. Finally. Most impressive showing of the entire weekend song was the Dallas Cowboys. I know you love hating on Cowboys, but. They destroyed the Eagles this past week. Oh, they completely curb stomped them. The Eagles are showing their butts more and more. They were a paper team this year. Frauds. Frauds. I've been talking. Me and you have been calling them frauds this past year. They only got lucky on defensive touchdown to touch second half or anything, but the Dallas Cowboys defense is legit. Jalen Hurts, MVP talk should stop right now because he hasn't played what he was a more. He had more MVP talk last year, without question. Mm-hmm. Now, Dak Prescott's saying MVP talk, which I think is bullshit, but... I mean, Dallas, Dallas is deserving of recognition right now. I mean, I said they were going to compete this year. I said from the, from the, from the start of the season, they, I liked that team on paper. I said they were going to, I said they were going to compete. Now... I'm going to laugh at their ass when they lose their first playoff game. I'm just going to say first round playoff game, but I'm just going to say that. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, they're they're doing exactly what they did last year. Beat the bad teams, struggle against good ones, beat a couple good ones to make people think they're elite. I think they're a good team. I don't think they're an elite team. They still won't beat the 49ers. I think it, in the right circumstances, depending on you know, I mean, any given Sunday, would they beat whoever's going to win the NFC North, which I would assume would be the Lions or the Packers, depending if they get hot? I don't know. I, I just, I don't know. The matchups have to be so much favored in their way. They have to play at home. They have to have this amount of, they have to have X, Y, and Z to win. And I just don't think they're going to get that in the postseason. So, so, um, Last week, me, you talked about pretenders and uh, pretenders and pretenders uh, last week during our weekly segment of the show and everything. So let's talk about um, let's talk about something that we 
right talking, you know, why talking about is going to be NFL coaches' hot seats, which I know we're going to talk to come playoff time because that's what I really talked about in four weeks and everything. But whose seats are going to say are getting hot? So let's go for divisions, shall we? All right. AFC East. Mike McDaniel is safe. Mm-hmm. I think Sean McDermott is safe right now. I think for now he's safe. He was high. I think he's safe. I think uh, I think Robert Sala is safe right now. It depends if they if if they win three of the next four, then maybe. I think he's safe. Bill Belichick, I think he's safe. Oh. I'm sorry, he's a legacy coach. He's safe. He might opt out. I mean, there's reports coming out that Robert Kraft isn't very happy. And I said a couple of years ago, within two years, we'll be talking about this. Um, Robert, um, Harbaugh's safe uh, at Baltimore yes. for obvious reasons. Um, the Browns had to, uh, who the Browns? Kevin Stefanski. Stefanski's safe with Cleveland. Um, yeah. Tomlin with Tomlin with the with the Steelers, I think he's safe. I think it, any other, any other franchise, he would be out. Yeah, but I think he's safe. I think his seat's starting to warm up a little bit. I think they're kind of floundering. They won't win a playoff game, and if the Steelers are fine with winning three playoff games since 2010, they'll keep him. But I think his seat's starting to warm up a little bit. Zach Taylor, I think, is safe with both the Bengals. Yeah, he, raw job this year. Yeah, he, he's he's once again he's coaching them through an injured season. Doug Peterson should be safe. Yes, if they miss the, make the if they miss the playoffs, I think his seat will become hot. Shane Sticken of the Indianapolis Colts, I think, he's done a fine job with them. I didn't even know his name. I think he's safe. You, you don't you don't see a lot of you guys get fired. Inter- inter- that, that team is not a 7-6 team. That team is really good right now. Demetrio Ryan is as safe as all can be. Mm-hmm. Mike Rabel's actually got a decent head coaching job with that poor piss poor Titans team right now. I think he's on the hot seat. I think I think I think he's fine right now. You, you, you lost your you, you lost your last six games last year, and then you got off to this start this year. I I don't think he's safe. They're in a rebuilding mode. He's one of the better coaches right now. Andy Reid, I think, is safe until I, I think he has a job in Tennessee for X amount of time. I think he's safe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bronx is invested too much in uh, Sean Payton. He's safe. Uh, Zach's, uh, Staley and, uh, and Brandon Staley. He'll be fired uh, tomorrow. Be fired. He will be fired tomorrow. He should be fired tomorrow. Uh, without giving everybody the store, but yeah, he should be fired tomorrow. And Antonio Pierce, I think, should be the head coach, uh, for the Raiders here. I think he should. I think he's done a pretty good job. I mean, they're, they're playing hard for him. They are. They are. They're and, playing really hard. For and them. They're playing with a rookie quarterback too. 
NFC side, Sloan. NFC East, Mark McCarthy safe. Um, the jerked off from from the Eagles. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Sirianni safe. I hate him. He sucks. I think Dayball safe. You mean you want to pressure him, but I think Dayball safe. I think Rivera's next to go. Rivera's gone. Yeah, he's done. He's done. I think Gable's safe. Dan Campbell, his seat is not hot, but it's getting hot. Especially if they flounder down the stretch. I think he would still be safe because it's a franchise who for the last 50 years just keeps going it to won't coaches. Be co- it won't be comfortable if they flounder in the playoffs. Kevin O'Connell is safe, in my opinion. He's done a decent job despite everything going on for him. You said Kerry O'Connell, the Vikings coach? That, yeah, Kevin O'Connell. He's safe. I think he's safe. I, I I think he's he's doing a lot better than people want to give him credit for. To my chagrin, my math for four with the Packers is safe. I wish for next year. Yeah, I, I would have to agree. Unless they just lose out. If they lose out, uh, they he they lose out. Gone. He's gone. Yeah. Matt Everf- Matt Everfoot is safe. He's job for another year. Bears are playing hard at five and eight. By the way, right? They are. They are. They're, they're doing a lot they, better than being a lot of bad teams. Being a lot of bad teams. Tom Bowles is safe for now. I think. Yeah, I think he's he's quickly coached his way into the safe category. Chris Tabor with the uh, he coached the Panthers safe for now until he's replaced. Um, Dennis. Allen with the Saints. That's a questionable one. He's out. I think he's on the hot seat. I think, I mean, yeah. I I think he'll be fired. I think so. Your thoughts on Arthur Smith? You know, for for his first uh, few years, or his first two years in Atlanta, I was like, man, they're not really, they're not really giving him a whole lot to work with. And then they spent high draft picks on Kyle Pitts and Bijan Robinson, and he's not using either one of them very well. He's not using it to me. It doesn't seem like he's using them to their top potential. And you can say, well, maybe that's Desmond Ritter. Well, he, you know, Arthur Smith calls a lot of the plays, so it's his job to get him into a position to use those guys. And I think he's kind of on the hot seat. No matter what, if you're an NFL owner, do you want? A guy who has what this will be this is his fourth year. Do you want four straight years of losing seasons? I don't know. <clears throat> um yeah, it's that's gonna be a question for one questionable for me. Uh Jonathan Dan with the Arizona Cardinals to me is safe. Yeah, he, he was put into a rough situation. I don't I don't think they would fire him after one year. Pete Carroll with the CLC Hawks, I do expect to retire after this year. I take that. I don't know what's going to happen to him. He'll probably Sean find McVay, a new girlfriend. Sean McVay, I expected I, I expect him to resign. Yeah, I, th- I thought he was done too. Like after their Super Bowl win, I thought he was done then and there. I expect him to be Washington head coach. That's my prediction. 
Mm. And Kyle Shanahan's shape is all hell. Oh, yeah. He's not going anywhere. So, so, it's time. Now we are officially done with bye weeks. So, you know what that means? We get to predict every game now. No, we have to pick 16 games for the next four weeks of the entire year. Blessed us be. We start tonight with first night football, which we already know the outcome because we saw the score and God Almighty it's already. I would have picked the Raiders in this game anyway. Yeah, I think with um, with Justin Herbert and out Herbert, for the year. Herbert being no out, chance. and clearly there's no chance. I would have thought this game was going to go uh, under, which I have been really, really off. The over uh, the over under this game, by the way, song was thirty six and a half. It's almost double that. Actually, it is more than double that. It's at eighty four points. Jesus. So yeah, I mean the Vegas Raiders read forty two nothing at the half. Bane Staley, fire him, please, Spanos. Fuck yo, Spanish. You urinating tree there. AKA hashtag me. Song, we have the Saturday showcase for the NFL this weekend. Saturday. Love. We have Saturday football, which I love. And I think the NFL was anticipating better games this weekend, uh, honestly, than they originally did. NFL Network, um, one o'clock start was the Vikings and the Bengals um, to start um, the Josh Dobbs-led Vikings versus the Browning-led Bengals. Bengals are a three-point favorite. Um, give me the Bengals in this game. I like the Bengals a lot right now. I think they're a sneaky team to make the playoffs. I think they're still rolling even with a backup quarterback in. I liked Jake Browning when he was in college. People just seem to kind of forgot have forgotten about him. But I think he's playing pretty well. I think it's, I think the Brown, I think the I think the Bills have more talent than anybody else right now, backup wise. Yes, I really do think. And I think Joe Burrow should have sat out the rest of the, the whole year with his injury. He never should have played. He, he nev- never. He played. never looked healthy this year. They've been cursed the entire year. That's a sign. I mean, it's a sign that they should have been a contender this year. Steelers and the Colts. This is a really, really interesting game. Um, I don't. Uh, both of them had are off really bad losses. Both are at seven and six in the playoff hunt here and everything. I like the Colts in this matchup. Uh, I don't like what Mitchell Trubisky brings. If it's Tanny Pickett and that Steelers team, the Steelers defense has not played well in recent weeks. I'm, I like the, I like the Colts. I like Colts are a sneaky team in my opinion. I think I'm gonna have to go with the Colts here as well. I don't think the um, I don't think the Steelers have any kind of offensive identity. And if anyone is gonna sit here and pretend they do, they have not been watching them. The Broncos and the Lions here. Um, this is also on all. All by, by the way, all these games are on Apple Network, eight fifteen Eastern Time, seven fifteen your time, Sloan. Um, I so the uh, Lions have lost uh, 
two of the last three here and everything. They really have not played really good football. Broncos are, are uh, one last week, but came off a heartbreaking loss against Houston the week before and everything. I like the Broncos went on the road here in an upset. I think that I like the Broncos as well. I think they're getting hot when they need to. They've had some disappointing games, but I do think they are not a great team, but I think they're a decent team. So we go to the Sunday games this weekend here. Um, I know a lot of my fan, friends and family are down in Miami this weekend uh, to watch the Jets take on the Dolphins at Miami Gardens. Uh, they're at uh, at Hard Rock Stadium here and everything. I like the Jets here to cover. I think the Dolphins win the game, but I like them to cover. I, and a half is a lot of points. I actually like the Jets here. I don't have any faith in the Dolphins. Jets are Jets always play well in Miami. Zach Wilson is playing better than people think. I know people write him off and everything, but when they cast out on him, he plays decent football. He really does. He's not he's not a starting quarterback by any stretch of the imagination, but he's not he's not bad. No, he has talent. I think so, too. He's offensive. He's offensive line. Giants and the Saints Sloan. Um, also pointing out, they're pointing out thoughts here. Saints are a six-point favorite. Give me Tommy DeVito and the Giants on the road in an upset. Yeah. Are the Giants here? Yeah, I like the Giants. I think they're rolling with uh, DeVito, and I think they're going to roll with him for a little bit. Like I said, you have a lot of money tied up in your offense next year. You're going to have to roll with him for a little bit because he's all you can afford. He throws the ball downfield well. He rushes, He scrambles decently well. And their offensive line is playing better than recently. It's Saquon Barkley and it's set this play up right now. Yeah, for a little bit, he was the only one really doing anything because Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones looked bad all year. He didn't have one game where I could look to him and be like, yep, yeah, he did this. And uh, I think he's his his time in New York is done. The Buccaneers and the Packers. This is a huge, huge game um, on CBS. Uh, both teams are at six and seven here. Baker Mayfield goes into Lambeau here and everything. I am going to go with the Packers here. I don't like them at three and a half, though. I think this is a good one. This is a really tough game. I think the Buccaneers win this. This is gonna be a cool. I mean, close, close team. Buccaneers have a lot. Both of these teams have a lot of injuries. Yes. A lot of injuries. Chiefs come up here to Foxborough to take on the Patriots. I think the Chiefs, this is the ultimate bounce back victory. And they get a lot of fishing help giving the Chiefs in this matchup. I'm going to take the Chiefs. The Patriots, this is just not their year. Bears taking on the Browns. Browns are just a three point bear despite being. Uh, eight and five is that disrespect to the Browns? I think. Uh, I think. Uh, I think Monster is defensive player of the year this year. Give me the Browns here. Yeah. I. I think they're the most undeserving. People say they're the most undeserving eight and five team of all time. Well, give them nine and five. Yeah, I, th- I think I still have to pick the Browns here. I think the Bears are. They're at least winning some games this year. I don't think they're a good team. I don't think they can match up to a team like them. But are we? Are they? Are the Bears who we thought they were? 
Uh, they're a little bit better than what I thought they would be. They are, but we thought they were. <laughs> and we never got the hook. Your Texans taking on Will Levis and the Titans because of CJ Stroud's mystery and everything. The, the Titans are a big point favorite. I'm going to throw your boys in the Houston Texans in a surprising upset, despite CJ Stroud not playing. Yeah, Davis Mills plays very well against the Titans, and we always play very well in Nashville. So I'm going to go with my boys again. We're not biased here. Falcons and the Panthers. Falcons are a three-point favorite on the road against Bryce Love uh, and the Panthers here and everything. Give me the Panthers here in an upset. Uh, I'm going to have to go with the uh, with the Falcons here. I think the Panthers are just getting worse and worse. Worst team, of, worst situation in football. I just have a gut feeling here. Foreigners and the Cardinals. Foreigners uh, are a 12-point favorite. Give me the Foreigners, big. I'll take the Foreigners and I'll blow out. Commanders and the Rams. Rams are a fun team to watch. Give me the Rams to win. Commanders cover. Mm. Give me the Commanders to win. Cowboys and the Bills. The game of the week um, for uh, for the league on Fox and everything. Bill, is this another second straight week of months win or anything? Do they get the job done at home? I think the Bills do get the job done. They upset the Cowboys. Yeah, I'm going to roll with the Bills again. They stepped it up last – they've stepped it up the last few weeks. They really have. I, I think they're the most dangerous. If they get into the – they the AFC playoff pitcher is so wide open. If the Bills get in, they are the most dangerous team in. Sunday football, Ravens against the Jaguars. Ravens are just a three and a half point favorite against the Jaguars. Jaguars have not been very good offensive really in recent weeks and everything. I know no Mark Andrews, no probably no Kyle Hamilton, possibly no uh, Travis Etienne. This is game of injuries. Every stat says the Ravens despite um their weak schedule and everything. Uh, give me the Ravens here though. I I think they're a dominant team. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to agree with you on that. And I'm going to roll with the Ravens here. Final game here is the Eagles and the Battle of the Birds against the Seahawks, which is not a bird, by the way. Not a real bird. They're a fake bird. Yeah, they're not it's real. It's a web bird. Anyway, um, Eagles have been really struggling over the last few weeks, but they're going against Seattle. Uh, Eagles are just a three-point favorite, which I find a lot. Give me the Eagles. Big here. I think they bounce back in a huge win here. Sales a tough place to play on Monday night, though. Yeah, I think they play an ugly game, but I think they. I think the three point is fair. Uh, I don't think that Seattle's just going to lay down and let them get, you know, drop forty on them. Don't like that defense at all. I don't like their defense at all. Eagles. De- everyone talking about their Eagles defense. The Eagles defense has not been good at all. No, it's it's not what we saw last year. Final song, your your crazy prediction for this week. My crazy prediction for this week. I think, well, it has to go with the game tonight. I think Brandon Staley is fired right after the game. Tonight? Yes. 
Oh, player prediction song. A player prediction? Player prediction, I'm going to go, you know, with against the Panthers, and uh, let's see, they have a pretty – it's a bad run defense. I think B. John Robinson will have 180-yard rushing yards – or 180 rushing yards. You know, next year when we do this show, I'm going to actually have a stack guy for and do this and everything. <laughs> um, I am going to say of my crazy prediction, I say Tommy DeVito has three touchdowns in the Saints. Oh, wow. Passing or rushing? Just three total. Because you know why? Italian chicken cutlets are real. And by the way, did you see his sports agent? He looks like fucking the Italian stallion. He looks like a weirdo. <laughs> he looks like Inspector Dadget combined with uh, Rocky with the bouncer outfit. Um, <laughs> oh, it's so funny. I was like, who is this guy? <laughs> Yeah, it's it's like if, Jersey, if you old old North Jersey as If your agent you looks like this, know. you are not get it's like if your agent shows up looking like this, you are not getting paid. Oh, he's staying paid. He's just saying we paid in cutlets and he's saying they're paid in freaking uh Ruchetta and all of that. Both did the best beat. Oh, sure, he's, he'll get paid in something, but uh, I mean, and I think he's playing pretty well. I think he's, uh, I think he's a good quality. Uh, I think he's a quality starter right now for the situation they're in. Well, he, of course, he's a quality starter. Sorry, but fucking Joe Barry plays free damn defense in the last two minutes. Well, that was that was a mistake. Well, no shit. <laughs> Maybe y'all just got to be better. Well, no shit. <laughs> Both our teams need to be better. You lost to the fucking Jets, uh, and we lost to the Giants. That's why. You know what me and Dino to wrap up this show? You know what me uh, me and you's teams have in common to wrap up in jersey terms? We both lost at MetLife Stadium, which is the place where Jimmy Hoffa freaking was buried. If you like this for these <laughs> podcasts, be sure to like our uh rest of our NFL episodes, as well as be sure to listen to our uh, college football episodes here on a Ferdy's podcast. Uh, we will see you next week as we recap uh, the Week 15 action. We're going to preview the Week 16 action and the rest of the playoff picture, of course, and everything. As wish, capiche, good luck, God bless. You'll be good. Thanks so much. <laughs>